This show is intended for mature audiences. Topics of adult content, triggers, and explicit language may be discussed with or without warning. All thoughts and opinions belong to our hosts and do not reflect the original creator's own intentions. Spoilers for the book will be discussed, and while most discussion will revolve around the picked book, we do not guarantee there will be no spoiler warnings for other books or series. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Biblio Madness, a place for all you book lovers, uh, where we discuss our current and favorite reads. I'm your host, Lakin. And I'm your host, Rachel. Today, we're diving into the world of binge-worthy series and bookish obsessions, going over all of the things that we have binged. Lakin has binged more than I, but that's <laughs> all right. Uh, get ready to explore captivating sagas from classics to hidden gems as we share our favorite and recommended series that are perfect for your next reading binge. Yeah, so all of you over there, whether you're at home or listening, uh, get ready to snuggle in for a cozy literary chat with us. And without further ado, let's jump right in. All right. Don't forget your snacks and your drinks. That's important. We have <laughs> water today as the chosen beverage because I didn't have time to get anything else. So... Diving in, our first point is going through binge-worthy series. What makes a series binge-worthy for you? For me, um, let's see. I think it's more of a concoction of things. Okay. I don't think if for it to be truly binge-worthy, like, you know, it can't just be one thing. It can't just be good characters or can't just be um, good world building. It has to have, like, an in-depth world for me and characters that I absolutely adore and connect with and really care about. Like, you know, I have to know. what I need to know what's going to happen next right then. <laughs> yeah, for me, I feel like it's the Alice in the Wonderland whole kind of feeling. When you just you fall in yes. and you don't want to get out. If, you, if I can forget, like, everything else that's going on around me and all I can think about is continuing... That's, oh yeah, that's binge worthy. I go to band practice with Caleb on Sundays, and I've been binging what we have been binging <laughs> recently. And everyone walks up to me and goes, "How are you? How are you reading with this loud of music?" And I'm like, "I can't even hear." The it. world does not exist outside of these like pages. The Rory Gilmore feeling, where Dean's like, "Yeah, we somebody like got a bloody nose and they smashed their face in the ground. You didn't even look up." I'm like, "Yeah, that's because she's binging. That's a binge." <laughs> She's an addict right now. Yeah, I feel, I mean, I feel like it's a, you can also compare it to, like, binging a TV series or something, you know, like, it's much of the same thing. Go down that Grey's Anatomy hole, (laughs) been there, got real sad, decided I can't trust or love anyone. I (laughs) don't even remember how many seasons I got into that, not very many. (gasps) Caleb and I love Grey's Anatomy. I, I quit after, like, I can't even. It's okay. It's probably better to quit sooner so you don't get sad. Because if you want to hurt yourself, because you you know yeah. your toxic trait, that's the show to do it. Yes. That's it. <laughs> that one. Choose that show. Toxic trait of hurting and being sad. That's that's it. Everyone you ever loved. You want to know? You want to nope. know my show that this is like another rabbit hole. But you want to know my show that is my comfort sad. What Merlin. Oh, that is sad. <laughs> Why that choice? My comfort show's always Gilmore Girls. Everyone's toxic. That's only the sad version. If I want to be sad, I just watch the last season of Merlin, and I feel sad. That's rough. You know that's not my comfort show, though, right? <laughs> What's your comfort show? What's you your girl. bingey show? 
What, New Girl? Yeah. You've watched, watched it. it like five times. Oh, that's not, okay. Binge worthy. Binge. We're on binges, okay? Gilmore Girls for me, binging. I don't even know how many times you've watched this. I can't even count. <laughs> I can't, I can tell you right now that I've watched the CD version that I bought when that show was coming out. Yeah. At least a hundred times. I watched it every, while doing school, I was watching that show. It would go through season seven within like a week or two, yeah. and then I would start back at season one. Yeah. Every time. For the, for those of you that don't know, um, her dog even watches Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. He's comfort show. Cosmo and Cooper and Max all fall asleep to Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I will play it in the house, just in the living room, and they'll all go to sleep. I don't have to do nothing. They're just... It's hilarious. You like have loved your dogs with Gilmore. Girls. I know it's great. <laughs> it's perfect. They hear Lorelai's voice and they're like, "Oh, that's comforting." I'm like, "Yep, it's it is." Time for sleep. So binge-worthy things: the things we obsess over, the things we can't put down, the things that we can't stop thinking about, and the things we always go back mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I feel like for me, that's <laughs> very bingey. What are what are your personal experiences binge reading? Do you have any ways that you enhance your reading experience? For me, I play classical music. My husband thinks I'm crazy, but we go to coffee shops and I'm playing classical music off my phone. He goes, you're interrupting other people. I'm like, we're sitting outside with no one with us. We're going to listen to classical music. It'll be okay. Yeah, I I listen to classical music sometimes, I guess. The only other way I would enhance it is like, I don't know. I have actually, I have like actual writing and like fantasy playlists on YouTube that I go to and will sometimes, like I put it on either if I'm really into reading mm-hmm. and know I won't be interrupted or I'm writing. So I feel like music's just such a great choice to enhance reading, but also one of the other things, snacks, enhance yeah. reading, cozy drinks, cozy drinks, cup teas, of tea or coffee, for coffee, me. depending on the book too, like with the current read, Dr. Pepper. Oh, if only I liked Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper <laughs> is a good, like when... When a character is obsessed with a drink or a food item, it makes you want that food item. So when you're reading that series, I always, like, try to grab this, yeah. that kind of food item. I don't yeah. know why, but that's what my brain does. I'm like, ooh, they have it. I want it. If only I could relate to that because most of my things are fantasy. So well, it's like, I'm going to go grab a <laughs> mug of ale. <laughs> Let me go get my mug of ale. Go get some rum. <laughs> yeah. Um and be drunk by the end of it you're not a fae you, you can't <laughs> not get drunk i'll have to reread the series because i won't remember what happened <laughs> you don't you don't have my gift no i don't i do not have that gift i have the opposite of that gift and one drink and i'm out latest white in the world and a person who can't get drunk who's tried it's we, we should do a drinking game Oh, that would be so fun. I'd have to, like, count where I was on shots because I wouldn't get drunk and be like, okay, how far can we go before Rachel gets alcohol poisoning? Yeah, or I die. <laughs> I can even die after the second drink. <laughs> It'd be fun, though. It'd be fun. Yeah. That's, this is, this is... <laughs> that's when we go over the erotica books. <laughs> we get drunk, we go over those. I'll probably have to be tipsy to talk about those without, like, <laughs> giggling and uh, I'll probably just giggle anyways. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to giggle no matter what. <laughs> I'm a giggle. All right. Person. All right. So we now know what we consider bingey. Binge worthy. Yeah. All right. You want to start us off with your all time favorite book series? Oh, this is such a, such a question. Cause 
honest, like, oh, you've read a lot. I have read a lot. a lot. I have read a lot of series, especially. Like, I, I prefer series to standalone books. Okay. Because I like, I the commitment. I do, and yeah. I like, I like to know about the characters, and sometimes it makes me sad when all I have is one book. I agree. I was talking to my coworker about this today because I was like, I like the longevity, and I like knowing that it's not going to end. And maybe that's why I'm a None like you, who's a binge reader. I like binge reading, but I always leave myself with one more book a lot of the times. I don't finish series, and it's because I don't want the world to end. I don't want to think it as ending. I'm just like, I don't need to know what happens. Anything could happen sometimes. I finished this one, and I finished this one, and I'm sad about it. This one isn't over. Yeah, but like, who knows? I wasn't counting. We're pointing at, we're we're pointing at, um, at Court of Thorns and Roses, yeah. for those of you that cannot see. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I finished the series, but, like, this one, A Court of Silver Flames, I'm just, like... Okay, so... It's, it's fine. This is a controversial book. We have the people that, like, are diehard Nessa fans that love it. I'm not a Nessa fan, though. I'm not either. And... Y'all can hate me for that, but I, I still I'm don't like her I'm not either of her sister fans. I'm, one of I'm not either. What's the <laughs> other... No, 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 not the other sister. Uh, what's her name? I remember what she looks like, but I don't remember what her name is. Explain her to me, because I probably remember. Short, dark hair. Amarin. Amarin. I want her story, and then I also want the tall blonde. Morgan. Mark. Yeah. Yes. I, I want their stories. I do, too. I want those female character stories. I don't want the sisters. Yeah. I, I want so much more to happen with them. I I want Lucian's story. Same. Way more. I, yeah, blame. without Take her out of it. I'm glad we are on the same page as this, because this is such a controversial, like, we're touching a topic, right? Uh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> I really apologize. We think very alike, and also not alike in some subjects, yeah, but very alike subjects. on, like... I don't like the Nat series. Yeah, in that series, we think very similar. I'm just... I, mm, I yeah. can't deal with her sisters. I can't either. I, like, so a lot of people hate Reese for, you know, like, hating on Nesta and being like, it's uncalled for, and I'm like, it's really not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not uncalled for at all. And I also, yeah. like, I like the book. I like the series. It's good. But I just don't like her sisters. You have the overprotective rude sister. And then you have the damsel in distress lamb. Who doesn't do anything. Who doesn't do anything. Who, uh, like a doll. When her family was poor and starving, raised flowers instead of vegetables. Yeah. They're... Make it. All right. Well, that's another Tangent topic for another podcast. Akatar um, would be up there for me and one of my yeah. favorites. But on the same page of Akatar, um, I know a lot of people come into Sarah J. Mass through Akatar, and I did. I It was the first yeah. series of hers I read. But my favorite series of hers, and probably honestly of all time, is Throne of Glass. And if you know me in my personal life, and you know this – incredibly well i yep. do not shut up nope <laughs> i have bought them because she has not stopped talking about them and i shall read them it, after this series. oh my gosh it has absolutely everything for me that i enjoy in a series like um it has the cozy nostalgic parts of the book um incredible characters like all of the characters in that series are like chef's kiss i love them i love them so much they're my babies <laughs> Um, and then the world building and her plot points, like, yeah, in the beginning, it's kind of a little jumbled, but it's because she didn't really know what she was doing. 
So I always tell people the first three books are what most people consider mm-hmm. the hardest. For me, I loved them though. They were they were comfy to me. Um, <laughs> but um, after that, like all of her plot points and the world building like really take off, and it's just it's incredible. It's like watching a reader, like a writer, grow. It it is. Throne of Glass, to me, is what Game of Thrones is to a lot of people. Holy cow, you know what I just realized? What? This, the letters of them are, like, backwards. Because you have Game of Thrones, G-O-T, and then Throne of Glass is G-O-T. Well, it's very Sorry, similar. Right. It's very similar, <laughs> though, because it's a Game of Thorns. And they have the, yeah. the seat that they sit on that's the throne. Throne of Glass and Game of Thrones. Yeah, sorry, Those are very random, similar. Random, yeah. um... Are they similar in book, bookish um, vibes? Is there dragons in Throne of... I don't know anything about the series. Throne of Glass, uh, you've got assassins. You've okay. got um, uh, kingdom politics. You have an evil king that's, like, residing over them. You have... She even delves into, like, the difficulties of, like, slavery and... Um, what is it called when, like, another country... Colonizing. Col- yeah. Um, she go like that is a big thing um, as well. There's dragons, there's witches, not the kind of witches you would think. These are totally like the Salem daddy witches? witches, by the way. Like yes, talking about the you were talking about longevity of the series. Yes. Um, this is like I think it's eight books long. I want to oh, say. Oh jeez. Um, but for me, like I I flew through this series. Like this is like a binge binge read for me. Like holy cow, I did not stop reading it at all. Um. I read them really quickly, and I am still very sad. There's still a hole in me that there's nothing See, more. See, I don't like the whole part. If you do not read the last book of the series, I'm going to fight me. But I just don't like the whole. I've finished a lot. I have finished a lot of series, but I have not finished as many as you. Like, she was getting mad at me earlier because I said I didn't finish City of Bones. I'm sorry. I didn't want it to end. I felt connected, and I want to stay connected. I think in my brain that world exists. If okay. I go, one thing about that series though is she wrote a crap ton of books. Like there is yeah. so much within yeah. that universe, which I personally love because there's a lot. It's it's also in my list of favorite book series of all times. It's you know hit or miss. I feel like people love or hate it, but yeah. for me, like it's a nostalgic daddy issues. Yeah, that's well. what I get out of that book. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong there. I know I'm not. I've read it. <laughs> Daddy yeah. Um, lots. Yeah. That's another thing that I like about that. Is also, I got to... a little bit into that, I feel like, about what series. Okay, well, it was bit. fake incest. <laughs> Just a little. She actually made her readers ship incest. That is what That's... happened in that book. Yep. And if you read this series and you like it, you cannot lie to me that you did not Or watch the show, one or the other. The show is not even close to as good as the books, but a lot of people hate the show, by the way, also. I am, I am one of them. Yeah, I don't like it, but it was, it, 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 eh. In the movie. The movie was worse. No, no hate to Jamie Campbell Bauer, though. I love him. Yeah. I like everyone. That's, it is what it is. So... On a different note, my favorite. So, we were talking about this earlier. Like, my all-time favorite book series is a classic book series, and that's Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I can't not love Harry Potter. It is I was not like everyone else when I was a kid. Mom, don't kill me for saying this. I'm sorry. Um, my 
parents would not let us read witchcraft or anything to do with magic. Um, so when I grew up, I read it more as like a teenager who snuck it from a library. And I said, <laughs> I'm sorry. Didn't get mad at me. It's fine. I went to the library and I read books. You told me to read. So there's so much. I read Harry Potter. Could be happening I read Harry Potter. And it was my favorite. Uh, everyone, everyone on YouTube can see I have wands that we got from Universal. I have just little knickknacks. And also on the top of our bookshelves, which I most of the time cut out of the video, I have pop figures and I have a lot of Harry Potter pop figures. Now, this is my favorite series. I feel like it hits all the things that we've talked about, friends and all of that. But the series that I'm talking about today, um, because I binged it and I mean, I went through it very quickly and I had to hunt these books down so I could go through it quickly <laughs> and I did not know where they were. This is the Captive Prince series, which is also on my bookshelf. I have completed it. I am sad. It is an adult book, 18 plus, please. If not, just don't let your parents know. Um, because it is not child friendly. Yeah, don't hold us responsible. We did not tell you to read this book. I did not. Um, I love this series. It has the world building. It has yeah. the kingdoms. It has two kingdoms fighting against each other. It has slavery. It has a world depicted in a way that I've not seen a world depicted before. Mm -hmm. um, this book does have to do with sex slaves. So again, trigger warnings for that. There is rape. There is there is a lot of triggers. It's a right. hard read. But the politics in it for me, and that's what I've learned that I've learned to love in books, is politics a lot. Right. I love the the world, the kingdoms, the... It really adds more to the, yeah. to the world. The in-depthness. Um, yeah, it does. Because you can't have a world without politics. politics. As yeah. much as we sometimes hate it. Yeah. You can't like, have it without it. It's what keeps the world interesting. You can't have... Everything can't be human if there's not conflict. And I'm not saying, like, I like war, but I mean, like, in conflict and conversation, if we both agree on everything and everything's yeah. still happy, then the I world's would, not interesting. I would say... Like, this kind of touches along that for me. Like, a thing that makes a really good series is um, gray areas. Yeah. Without it being cookie cutter and, like, very black and white. Yep. I like the gray areas yep. that touch in these issues. Which I agree. Which kind of falls in politics. It falls, it falls in that area where you're feeling more like, okay, where do I side on this? Yeah. And you have to make a personal decision on what you think yeah. is good or bad. I, I And I like that. that. I like when authors give the option to the reader to decide if they want to think it's good or bad and that's depicted in a lot of books that we like with yeah. guy like main male characters is he good or bad yeah this the whole morally, from blood and ash series morally gray, gray. yeah you get that i love strong. a morally gray <laughs> well yeah morally gray fantasy guys we love you all the way it happens all the time it's very common and it's same with politics so for this book series um it was about one of the princes being sold as a sex slave to okay. another kingdom to that prince okay so it was very in-depth there was a lot of politics as you can see right off of the bat because his uncle yeah sold him like yeah because his older brother died so in that series oh, th this is right off the bat you can read the back of the book i'm not spoiling anything yeah because i know nothing yeah. about this series his older brother dies and he is the younger brother set to take on the kingdom mm -hmm. obviously politics get in the way the uncle because we are in medieval times sells him as a sex slave to another um, capital who is the enemy of this kingdom, to yeah. the other kingdom. And he sold him to the prince. The other prince who's the prince set... The prince to the other kingdom. The prince to the other kingdom. 
So this is about two prince men who one of them doesn't realize he has his, the prince. Oh, so he does not know. He doesn't know his, his sex life. Is. Yes. Doesn't know it's the prince mm-hmm. of the other kingdom. Because he, who's yeah. the slave, did something very incredibly bad to that <gasps> family. Oh. And the... Because that prince that he was sold to, yeah. of the other, the enemy kingdom, his brother died as well. Yeah, oh, okay. But you're seeing... Trauma bonding. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> trauma bonding. It's a lot of... It's really political. The whole thing is po- politics, which yeah. I love some politics. I think it's binge-worthy because I want to know what's going on, what's yeah. happening. The characters are really great. You felt connected to everyone. You felt remorse for everyone because it's it's one of those medieval, like, dying. Yeah. But it's also kind of, um, what's the world? Fantasy because it has different kingdoms where they have different things about them. Right. Not really magical like you, but more... Well, yeah, fantasy doesn't necessarily have to be yeah. magic. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's not as magical as like high fantasy or anything, but it is very. It's very interesting. I don't. I, I, I remember when you were first reading this series and like hearing you talked about it a lot. Yeah, you were talking about. I told. I told um, you. how intrigued you were about it. It's very intrigued. I like seeing the world in a perspective that's never been said before because it's the first book that I ever seen what happened in it happen. Yeah, and I was very intrigued to find more about it, and I could not put it down. I finished both. The last two books on a train to New York City. I read the second one going to New York, and then I bought the third one in New York and read it on the train back. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a very quick read. Yeah. Happened very quickly, and I would recommend it to so many as long as you were an adult, because again, it is very graphic. It does lean towards erotica, so just a heads up. There is a lot of triggers in that. <laughs> but for me, I couldn't put it down. And that's why I consider it an all-time favorite binge. Because for you've just said it. I talk about this series yeah. all the time. And as an adult, it was my first adult read for a binge-worthy. So definitely my favorite currently for a binge. But we do have some runner-ups. I'm very excited about a series we're reading currently. That's probably, yes. possibly going to take the cake um, for YA binge-worthy series so we're gonna move on to exploring beloved classics yeah classic yeah. binge worthies which one of them we have mentioned is harry potter and how it's lasted through the time yeah it, it definitely has um withstood the test of you know the comings and goings and you know rise and falls of everything yeah i remember like there are, i mean if you've been a reader for a really long time there's like trends and and stuff right yes. so right now i feel like everybody that's kind of in the bookish world is going through a big fantasy trend yeah i love um they did go I'm through a, a big huge... romance trend before yes. the fantasy trend though. there was a huge romance trend and then i'm i'm sure all of us remember like the huge dystopian trend when we were like teenagers teenagers yep um um dystopian land Hunger yeah Games. so before that like like with all the trends harry potter has definitely always remained a lot of people's favorites yeah. and really close to their hearts. Um, so I would say it's definitely a classic. It's Yeah, it's a definitely a classic binge. Um, I don't think Harry Potter can ever be dethroned. It has too much of a world built around of it. And, to and be too big of a take, fan base yeah. as well. Like, I can go into a Starbucks and ask any barista what, like... What's your Hogwarts house? What's your house? <laughs> and I don't even have to say Hogwarts. I can just ask them, what's your house? And yeah. they'll tell me... Ravenclaw, Slytherin, yeah. Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, 
they'll have an answer. That's what just it it happens everywhere, especially with our generation. We know. We yeah. know. I know what I know what my what is it called? Um uh what is it called? I'm gonna forget. Not my not my wand, but my Your Patronus? My Patronus, that's the word. The gray squirrel. Yeah. I know that. Why do I know that? Mine was a terrier. Because we're see, you know it. Was yeah. it my wand was? Don't know how that makes Rowan sense. Rowan Wood <laughs> with unicorn. I don't remember. I will. Okay, so Hair. I'm not as huge of a fan as Harry Potter as you are. Yeah, I do like. I am a fan of it. I Can't don't remember what my wand is made of. Favorite book as is presented for YouTube can see, but it's Goblet of Fire. I know a lot of people. This is a lot of people's favorite. It's such will, a good book, but I cried at the end. I would say another reason this is, like, a, a standing classic in the literary world um, is also because it's still bringing in new readers. We still have young readers and even older readers Who are that reading, read yeah. it for the first time and, and also, still love it. This series has influenced other authors because as we're reading Crave, this Crave was very highly influenced by Harry Potter, I feel like. Very We, we mentioned that in our last episode yeah. when we talked about Crave, and if you haven't heard us talk about it, Make sure to go back and watch it because this is a book series we don't want you to miss out on. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh my god, favorite current read of the year for me is Crave. I know it's on Lakin's list. It's not her top because she's read Fourth Wing and I haven't, but <laughs> Crave definitely is hitting the top series, and it's very similar to Harry Potter. And because of that, I think that's it. Harry Potter did it right. It made right. you connected to people. It made you sad. It made you love the found family it made you love the friendship yeah. it made you hate people it, all of these everything. points have definitely been hit so far in the yeah. series for us. we also have some other classics that i would consider and we are saying classics not as in like shakespeare but classics as in classic binge worthy series that we grew up with hunger games as you mentioned earlier dystopian hunger games has lasted yeah. through the test of time we've watched divergent fall off bookshelves quickly we've seen maze yeah. runner fall off bookshelves because it turned into a movie and everybody stopped caring about the books as much but yeah. Hunger Games is still the book series that people watch the movies and read the books and too. Read the books, yeah. Um, and it withstood, like I said, those dystopian trends. Yeah. Um, I still feel like people read it, and also the politics and like points that happen within the Hunger Games are so relevant in yes. today's world. It's scary. It's very similar um, to today's society in the states. Yeah, the new book released what a year or two ago, and we have the new movie coming out, which I am so excited to see. I got uh, goosebumps. Ah, there we go. Fix it. I got goosebumps watching the trailer um, at the movie it's theater rough. the other night. The I don't have the fourth book up here, but the fourth book actually goes into Snow's story. Yeah, the the and it book. makes you like him. I and I was angry. I haven't read the fourth book yet because I'm scared. <laughs> it makes you like the bad guy and it makes you bad. If <laughs> if that is the sign of a good writer, if you can make some like you can make your readers like someone that we all vehemently hated with yes. like every fiber of our soul for three books. Yeah. That's it's frustrating. I don't I need to have some. Hats off to you. Here, but I can't. So that one I definitely say was this stood the stand of time test of time and then the other one that i have written neither of us have finished and it's not that it's not binge worthy it's just that it's long and it's definitely binge worthy if you can there's so many other things on my tv yeah i keep coming back to it and dropping it off yeah and it makes my heart sad because i i love 
I loved the show besides the last season. And I loved the book. The first book's great. And then we have, yeah. they get better as we go along. But it's such a classic for a lot of people. I feel like it would be wrong not to mention it. And it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Um, it, it is definitely a lot. And it also, it brought a lot of people into not just, like, the fantasy world, but the literary world as well. Yep. Because people watching the show ended up coming into it. We had same thing with Hunger Games. That's what happened with that is people watched the show and they were they watched the movie and they were like, we need more. We need more. <laughs> and then they read the books. And that's actually how I started reading, reading Hunger Games because Caleb, my husband, was assigned Hunger Games to read in school, which I didn't know was a thing. And I was like, dang, that's... We read it in school. Too. That's so intriguing. They're like, hey, teenagers, you want to read about 24 teenagers killing themselves, like killing each other? Let's go. And then rising up against their government that was corrupted. Yeah, that seems very a very great school book. It's fine. Um, so that book, I watched the movie, and then I immediately watched all of the series before they finished as I drop everything behind me. It's fine. Um, but I watched and read all of the books before the movies released after I watched the first movie, and then I got yeah. into a lot of in-depth reading. Then, then I read Divergent, then I read Maze Runner, and then we went through the dystopian phase, and we read yeah. all of the dystopian books because as Gen Zers, we were like, Hey, let's get ready for the end of the world. I think I think there's something to say about the fact that we all grew up in such an era of um, revolutionizing, yeah. like in dystopian worlds. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, I I read. Um... We were talking about the classics: Game of Thrones, Hunger Games, Harry Potter. Um, a lot of the significance, like it changed a lot of things in today's society oh, as yeah. well, because like Hunger Games went crazy. Everybody was talking about it. Um, Game of Thrones was out constantly, Red Wedding, everybody, I remember the day that episode came out. I'm sorry to all of you diehard Game of Thrones fans, the Red Wedding is what has made me stop caring about it. I'm sorry. I have not continued watching the show since that trauma happened to me. In fairness, the last season sucks. I... So, there's that. Literally turned off the TV. I didn't even exit out of the episode. I just turned off the television like before that episode ended. <laughs> That's, That's fair. That I think there's a lot more classics out there. Anyone else, if you have a classic that you can think of that's binge-worthy, let us know. Because I'm curious on what other classics have like changed yeah. the forefront for writing styles and expectations. Because Game of Thrones introduced dragons and introduced high fantasy. Outside of like the original, original classics like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I feel like another one, big one from our time, um, my Harry Potter, if you will, was Percy Jackson. Oh, Percy Jackson um, was great. Percy Jackson was essentially like what Harry Potter is to you, I feel like. I love Percy. I do. And I love Greek yeah. mythology. But have you read the Last Hero series? Yeah, I have. It's I like, been a while. I like I like the Last Hero more than I like Percy Jackson. Oh. Percy Jackson. <laughs> For me, me. <laughs> Percy was too whiny. That's it. I'm going to leave. No, you're not. <laughs> you know it's true. You know it's you're true. Gonna see me. If I whiny. could stand up and walk away right now, I would. <laughs> He's very, very whiny. He was 12 freaking years old. He, yeah, this is why I like Zeus's son better. Sorry, Poseidon has a lot of waterworks in his son. I love him. I do. Are you telling me that you like Jason more than you like Percy? Yes. No way. Yes, I'm, no tell way. I'm telling you that right now. I like... I think I, there are people out in our audience that would agree with me. Jason <laughs> is ten times more annoying. 
No. I could not He's not as whiny. That he was like a teenager in it versus like a child. And in all recording starting now. Okay. We're back. Sorry. Technical difficulties have been today's story of our lives. Editing Rachel, I'm sorry, in advance. Hey, but at least we're doing this in advance and not um twelve hours before the episode comes out. We've been really good at that. She just had a baby, everybody. Don't judge us. We're doing our best to make sure we get episodes out no matter what. That's what counts. And getting the quality. So we will stay up until like 11 a.m. 11 p.m. sometimes. Yeah. We have. We've done it. All right. So we were talking about we're going to have to go back so we can just start back over on Hidden Gems and Emerging Series. So things that we think are coming out new, things that we've discovered recently in the year, books that we've gone over. I know mine. I think she has hers. So spotlight on lesser known or emerging series that deserve attention or more attention. For me personally, it's Crave. Yes. Underrated. Um, Yeah. Underrated in all caps. Let me. Okay. So I am one of those readers. Um, and maybe this is just like an immersion thing that I like to do. And also because I mentally cannot paint my own picture sometimes. Yeah. Like, until I see a character's, like, fan art, they're, they're blank. <laughs> Doesn't matter what your description is. I can't picture a face until I see someone else, like, having pictured it. So one of the first things I do when I start a new series, it has gotten me in trouble sometimes because I spoil stuff. Yeah. But um, I look up fan art for stuff so I can, like, see the characters and what other people think they look like. Um, Crave is so underrated. There is a criminal amount of... Uh, fan art there's nothing like hardly anything um I, yeah i was like crave came so out in 2020 sad. i'm obsessed with it i can't put it down it's very similar to harry potter it has the aesthetic of wednesday the show which wednesday ripped it off for and its characters are great the romance is awesome the magic is like it's it's not anything perfect granted characters could have a little bit more development world could have a little bit more world building mm-hmm. Everything could have more, and that's no matter what. Nothing about it is one specific thing is great. Yeah. But all together is what makes I, it perfect for me. I can't put it down either. Like I'm yeah. I'm two hundred pages into the third book right now and like this And I'm is, starting the third book. This is this is gonna be a top series for me. Like I told it'll you. it'll be <laughs> it'll be one of my tried and true classics, I think. It, like in my personal library, it'll be a tried and true. It has to be there. It, it's so good. I love Jackson. I love Grace. I love Macy. I love Clint. I loved a few other characters. We're not going to talk about We're them. not going to talk about this <laughs> until next time. Mackie, though. Mackie, I love you. Underrated character as well. Yes. In the book. Mackie is great. He's one of my favorites. And, like, I think this book is so underrated. It came out in 2020, and I just heard about it when Cherish came out. And I was like, I want to read it. I looked at, I told Caleb this for two years, mind you, and he can, he can, he can fact check. I kept going through Target and seeing Crave, and I was like, I want to read that. And he goes, it looks like Twilight. And I said, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, the and I never read the back. like Twilight. I never read the back because he said it looks like Twilight. And I was like, okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, gosh darn it, we could have fell in love sooner, but all things in the right time. Because um, now the series is, what, completed, so it's we completed. don't have to yep. wait. So we can binge it all. It's but nice. definitely underrated. Please go read it. If you haven't, it, I, I have no words. It's underrated. It's it so underrated. It is very underrated. It is. So, like, there are books that deserve the hype and, you know, some that are way overhyped. This one does not have enough. Yeah. I do not see enough people talk about it. I do not know, like, anybody outside of us that has read it. I really don't. Um, I can't say one person. 
I can't either. It's really sad. Although I've, I have convinced some people. To I've looked it up though. TikToks for Crave, and I've seen people just say it's not. It's not great. It's not. It doesn't have great writing. It doesn't have great characters. It doesn't have great romance, but it's perfect. It... And I've seen only like three TikToks where people were like, "I yeah. love it. I absolutely love it." it. I will say, like, her writing style is not perfect, but, no. like, it's it's charming and it's easy to read. Um, I it's, don't... It's captivating. I don't think writing style has to be perfect, unless you're writing a classic. Like, if you're writing Shakespeare, you're writing, like, Edgar Allan Poe. They weren't perfect writers, but that's what we see as classic English literature, Charles Dickens, oh, yeah. Moby Dick, and... like, all of those writers. But, like, new day and age, we just want something that makes us happy. Yeah, I, I am... Definitely, like, I enjoy classics. I think yeah, we both do. We do, yeah. Um, I am in no way ever going to shame someone for something that brings them happiness and joy yeah. in the book world. You like what you like, yeah. you know, and if it makes you happy, I don't care if the writing is garbage. It might not be for me, but. Yeah. Like, I said that about Twilight. Like, the writing is, in my opinion, not great. I will say Crave's writing is way better than Twilight. It is way better. <laughs> but. If you're comparing it to, like, other um, things out there, it's not going to be... Yeah, like, if it brings you happiness, I don't... Yeah. It's a matter of personal opinion. But, um, that being said, I think a lot of people would enjoy this series more so than, like, it has. Oh, yeah. For like, if people knew about it more, they would enjoy the it. The second book, just like this one. Goblet of Fire. Very similar vibes. Very similar vibes. Also very similar vibes to A Court of I, and I was going to say the second book in the Crave series kind of had A Court and Mist and Fury vibes for me. Yeah. And, like, the third book is also kind of tinging on that, like, kind of in the, the second and third book are kind of got that vibe right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's so underrated. It's it also really early for us to, like, I don't know. It's too early for me to say that it doesn't have good world building because we've only ever experienced Catmere Academy. Yeah. There's, like, what? These are just things that I heard on TikTok Three from people. Three or four other books that we have to go through. And they so. just went off the first book. And I'm yeah. like, you can't go off a six-book series you, and just off the first. That's not fair. No. no, you definitely cannot go off of a longer series with just the first book. Because yep. oftentimes the first book, not always true, oftentimes the first book in a series is the worst one in my opinion. That's that's fair, though. Like, for me, Crave's a five-star read because I wanted to... I wanted to dive into this world headfirst. I craved oh, yeah. more. Not saying it's a bad book. It, it it's just normally yeah. not the best one out of the series. No, like Crush right now is beating Crave. Yeah, in my opinion, it definitely beat Crave in my opinion. I I love Crush. So I'm like <laughs> waiting to see where Covet takes me yeah. on that adventure. I yeah. know she's farther ahead than I am at the moment, which is new because I was a farther ahead of her the whole time until she binged the last end. And I did not keep up because I was editing while she was binging. Listen, I couldn't that I couldn't stop reading it. I had I to edit had to read it. <laughs> had to get the podcast up. Yeah, didn't have a choice. So, besides our newly discovered binge-worthy book that you guys are probably going to hear us talk about a lot, um, we have the up and coming, which Lakin's going to take over this section because I have not read the up and coming binge-worthy series yet. I'm going to be reading it soon, but yeah. I have not read it yet. So, so, this this is, um like we said, up and coming. It's not a, it's not a series yet. Um, you guys might have heard me talk about Fourth Wing if you've listened to previous episodes. Mm-hmm. If not, um, Fourth, Ring, Fourth Wing has been my top read of the year. Um, six-star read for me right now. 
got a unicorn. She got a six Maybe. star. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see at the end of the year if it stays that way, but I really think it will. Um, but the second book comes out in November, yep. and people, like, I feel like you're losing their minds over this. Like, it has pre-ordered it's it. It's definitely been hyped the first one. <laughs> in my opinion, it deserves all the hype. I really enjoyed it. Um, I could not put the book down. I feel like this is strange for the TikTok world for books as well. Is I, I've watched a lot of book talkers talk about this book going, it's not overhyped. It's not. Yeah. It's not over. And it's all kinds of different people. You have guys. You have girls. You have older guys. You have older girls. You have younger girls. Younger guys. It's all across the board. Like, everyone on every community this, I've seen has liked this book. It, it just it blew me out of the water. I cannot wait to see where this series goes. I'm very excited to start it. Yeah, <laughs> I get right after I finish. I don't know if I'm going to be able to focus on anything else besides the Crave series right now. I I'm I know but, I've tried. I tried in between book two and three of Crave series to try to read something else, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen for me. Not after the last no. line of this, Crush. That means it's a binge binge worthy series, definitely. So tried improved if we cannot read anything in between. Even even if it's fourth wing, I like I want to read it really badly, and I also want to read um. If he was with me, I think that's the name of it. Um, but I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't focus on it. I, I'm, all I'm thinking about is Hudson and Grace and Jackson and Flint and Macy and all of these characters, and I just can't not think about it. And Caleb's been like, "Are you gonna, you know?" Choose? I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope. nope. This is a binge. This is it. This is what we get." So very excited for the emerging series of Fourth Wing. I'm very excited to jump into another series right after finishing a series. Um. Yeah. Let us know if there's any other upcoming series that you guys think are binge-worthy. I'm trying to think of any other series that I've read that's, like, upcoming that's binge-worthy. That's a new series. Um, Foxglove only... King, I know, is upcoming, but I haven't read the first one. Yeah, we've, we've seen stuff around about that, but we've not. I haven't read it either. Mm-hmm. Um, another book that was on my list for, like, my favorite book series, um, and it one of the books made it onto my top five of the year so far um are we getting into series recommendations now well i was gonna say there's a new book coming out Ooh, it is a new book yeah. um so it's kind of upcoming because it's a new series that's coming out yeah that's this true. is a it's a sequel series um for those of you that don't know the shades of magic series by ve schwab um has she's releasing a new trilogy that follows in the aftermath of shades of magic yeah so i would put that even though the first book hasn't even been released shades of magic was such a good book series for me yeah i would say it's up and coming then. it's an up and coming binge worthy for me probably yep 100 because that's releasing it's very in like soon. a month <laughs> yeah we have too many books to buy and too many books to read it's becoming a problem um other things i think that's all of our hidden gems if you guys have any hidden gems or have any emerging series let us know hit it in the comments or yeah. post it somewhere there's plenty of places for social media that you can put it um, other binge-worthy series recommendations that we have. Um, the one that we've recently discovered that we both have listed is Crave. Yeah. But do you want to dive into your other binge-worthy series? We don't have to go into much detail. I'll just throw them out there. Yeah. So I have mentioned, um, I mentioned Dakatar already. Um, I feel like that one is definitely binge-worthy. It's um, on my list too. I flew through that in like the beginning of 2020. Yeah. Um, yeah, it took me, like, right down the rabbit She read hole. it, and then she was like, hey, you need to read this, and then I read it. Akatar <laughs> did for me what I think it did a lot of people. Um, it brought me back into reading. I had yeah. not read 
like I had read in the span from like high school, yeah. but not a lot. I had only picked up maybe a book or two here and there mm-hmm. for several years, and then reading this, it really um, reignited my love for reading. Yeah. And then another couple of ones that we haven't talked about. Um, you haven't read this series. It's only a duology, but it has heavy Akatar vibes. I read it in the aftermath of I it. I think I saw that book. These Hollow Vows. Yep. Um, it's just two books, um, but I read them, like, really quickly. Because yeah. they had the Akatar feel. They had a it, very recent, like, love interest. Um we always love one of those. Yeah, love triangle. I don't... Even though, I'm sorry, and I know this is going to hate some of the worlds, Reese and Reesan versus... Castile? Reesan. No, Cass, all the way. Reesan is, like, Cass. my number one. The only character that has come close to dethroning Reesan is in Fourth Wing for me. I, I'm sorry. I don't like him that much. It's not that I hate him. I just don't love him. <laughs> I don't love him. I love him. I like... He's a little bit more toxic for me. No. <laughs> Blood and Ash. I don't like Poppy as much as I love Freya, but. No. Bree Sand is, uh, he's a top for me. You enjoy that book, boyfriend. I All do. right. What other book recommendations do you got, book series, I'm... besides Akatar? Another one of my classics I had talked about, um, I don't remember when I talked about it, but I had mentioned the Mortal Instruments in this, in our episode yes. so far. Um. As much as I love the Mortal Instruments, um, and it has a special place in my heart, the Infernal Devices, which is the prequel series for those of you that don't know, will always and forever hold, like, a piece of my soul. (laughs) That series and um, the relationship between Will, Tessa, and Tim, like, I could talk about that series a lot. (laughs) Okay. Now, I have the first book on my shelf. I have not read this series. So I feel like I'm offending her. You need to read this series. It's only three books. It's only a trilogy. So and the, you do not have to have read all of Is it the parents? Did no. you said it's a prequel. It is not the parents. Who is it? Who's it focused on? Very distant relatives. Okay, that's fine. Um, it's because it's um, the Clockwork Angel, ancestors. which I think it was farther back. So Tessa is in the Mortal Instruments. Mm-hmm. Her character comes into the Mortal Instruments. Um, the Harrendale line is in the Mortal Instruments, Will Herndale. Yeah. Um, and then, not really a spoiler, but um, another character is also played into it. Uh, okay. The Warlock. I don't remember if you remember Magnus yes, Bane. I did. I, Magnus I is in that. <gasps> yeah. Now that, all right, all right, now that Magnus is in it, which is my favorite character from City of Bones, oh just gosh, to let you, you know. Magnus Bane is amazing. I love Magnus. Now that I know he's in it, Stop giving me books to put on my have TV. You read, have you read the book that is about Magnus Bane? There's a whole book dedicated to I his story. I can't. I have too many books. Too many. You, you will never finish your TBR as long as I'm around. As long as I live, I will never finish my TBR. I feel the same way, though. I will die before I get to read all of the books I want to, and that makes my heart sad. But that's okay, because some things are left to be unread. I will say, like, the way things are going right now between, oh, should I say this? This is, I don't know, kind of not really spoilerly for Crush. Um, the way things are going with our main yeah. three right now, our main relationship, is kind of.
kind of like reminiscent four. for me about um but yeah kind of four but three in technical sense right now <laughs> um, so what's going on with them is very reminiscent to me of what happens to the main three in um the infernal devices okay i'm very excited for my future self who's going yeah. to hopefully one day just only read books clockwork princess like crushed a piece of my soul the last book in the series, yeah. But anyways, that's the end of my personal that recommendations that right. and favorites. As mentioned before, I have not read as many series as Lakin because she's like high fantasy reader. I like series. I like series. series. You've read more standalones than me, I have so. read a lot of standalones. You guys can't see this because the couch always blocks it. But this shelf, this bookshelf, has two more shelves below it, and all of it's nonfiction, and well, not nonfiction. Um, fiction and nonfiction, mm-hmm. and then also history fiction, and then I have an entire two bookshelves over across the room that are all romance, which I need to pull out my other books because those shelves aren't full yet because I have more books to put on them. And then out in my living room, I have my classics. But I've read a lot of standalones versus series, so when I was thinking of this list, I had to get very like <laughs> thought process because I read a lot more genres than Lakin does. So my series, which one of my favorites, romance series, is. It's a YA, but it's it's a classic. It's a cozy read. It did get turned into a movie, just a heads up. So if you don't want to read the books, you have that option. I think the movies did it justice to what it was, which is surprising for a lot of books. But it was yeah. to all the boys I've loved before. Um, people probably watched the movie way before they knew it was a book. Yeah, um, I, I knew it was. Well, I tried to tell the movie like on Netflix or something before yeah. I knew. Jenny Han is a great writer. She also did uh, The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is also a great book series. Isn't it? it, it Yeah, it also just got turned into a show on Amazon instead of Netflix. So Netflix is to all the boys I loved. It's movies. And then if you want to show, The Summer I Turned Pretty is on Amazon. Summer I Turned Pretty is a great summer read, but it is very sad in my opinion. To all the boys I loved is a romance binge worthy. And I did binge To All the Boys I Loved very quickly. I read those back to back to back because I wanted to know what happened. So, for me, that was a great um, romance binge. And then I also have Akatar listed, but I'm not going to go into detail because we have. And then A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Binge-worthy for Thriller. Great read for October. Highly recommend. Just, it's on the top of my shelf in my next to my Stephen King books. Which, I I don't know. A Good Girl's Guide to Murder was so intriguing. And I didn't want to put it down because you had to know what happened next. It's one of those books where you read it like it's you're eating cake. It's just... Right going one more bite you're like you tell yourself you're not going to take another bite but you do and then you just don't stop so (laughs) it's one of those binges or just getting a bag of chips and sitting and just you know you're like i'm gonna put this bag of chips up for me it's cheese it's those are my binge snack do you have a binge snack (laughs) a binge snack yeah like a snack that you can't put away that your like significant other has to take away from you or somebody physically needs to take it away from you or you can't put it down gummy worms gummy worms i will destroy a bag of gummy worms if they're <laughs> I will literally eat them until I am sick and not realize it and then I'll be like man I feel really bad <laughs> me it's always cheese it I will binge eat a, like I at one point before I took the trash out in my office because I work from home I had four boxes of cheese it's in there Lakin <laughs> can tell you right now there's a box of cheese it's sitting on my bookshelf there is a box of cheese it's yeah reduced fat it makes me feel a little bit better about it but I'm a lactose intolerant, and I down those things. <laughs> it's a problem. Do you have a binge-worthy snack? Let us let us know. I want to know. Yeah. There's so many. I love snacks. 
I love snacks. Snacks are the best. I like, I like binging things. It's a problem. I've watched way too many shows. Do we TV have like shows. a personality thing about binging? I I've watched, like I do. I've watched so many shows and read so many books and have binged so many snacks. It's a it's problematic. Yeah, I feel like mine kind of stems from hyperfixation though. Mine just stems from maybe a, like a, a slight addiction to things. <laughs> Get addicted and I'm like, where where is it at? I binged Bridgerton within a a day. I watched Queen, the new Queen Charlotte, one day. Me and Caleb watched, watched it, it all day. day. I wish I had the time to watch. Oh, I think yeah. I think if I had watched that show before I had kids, it would have been quicker. But um, yeah, it took me a while. But I I did like it a lot. No, Queen Charlotte was, in my opinion, better. But yeah, I agree. I loved Queen Charlotte. It took us, me and Caleb, a Saturday to watch that show, which is it's not that many episodes. No, if it's you like think six. About it. Six, it was six hours. Six hours. That's two Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Don't judge me. It's fine. All right. So we're going to go on to listener recommendations, which we did get some posts on Instagram. We did get a listener recommendation for a series. It was... The Stars Are Dying. Stars Are Dying. Than what we have been recommended. Um, we have put it on our TBR uh, to come back to, hopefully yes. soon. Uh, it is, I think, the first book in an upcoming series. Because I did not exciting. see any other books when I looked it up. I, so. yeah, I was like, she was showing me it before we started the podcast, so I'm excited. I'm excited that we have people recommending books. That's what makes my heart yes. really, really happy. This is, this is the thing we love, I love about books so yeah. much, is like the connection and recommending to people and getting recommendations. Yeah. It makes me feel like connected to people on a level that like, is really intimate to me, because books yeah. are such a personal thing to me. So I agree. I I'm can't... excited about you guys know, I just recommended Captive Prince to you. That's going to say a lot about who I am as a person. And that's very personal. Yeah. Mom, don't read that book series, please. It's a bad idea. But Anybody. everybody else. <laughs> you'll find out a lot about me very quickly if you read that book series. So, um, very excited for the Nightfall series and reading The Stars Are Dying. I'm very excited to see yeah. what our uh, community likes as a book read and mm-hmm. like what their thoughts and I don't know it's like diving into someone else's mind so I'm it very really excited. Is. It, it is like I said like an intimate it's like a glimpse into their soul and people <laughs> are like I love this book series read it and yep. you're just like okay. She glimpsed into my soul because I was like hey I love this book it's called Verity read it. Gee. <laughs> That's not a glimpse into the soul. <laughs> <laughs> That's a glimpse into That's the dark side. That's my misery. <laughs> shade over there let's go let's go walk over there it's kind of a little bit of water some fish netting and then you get told that those are children's legs in the front cover Sorry. thank you Lincoln for Sorry. that really appreciate it we did make a we did make a podcast on Verity too so you can go back and watch that one as well uh go through that I got scared very much so that yeah, we were filming it when it was dark <laughs> yeah so I got very scared at one point spooky. all right so I think that's all we reader reading experience do we want to hit on the reflect of a unique reading experience that comes with indulging in the series because i feel like we've, we've talked about I, binging yeah um so i don't know for like i said indulging in a series i feel like if i really indulge in a series and really connect to it on that level that makes it a favorite or a binge um it does have a piece of like identity in it yeah. almost like like if you were to read when you read throne of glass like it'll like, that, that holds such a place in, like, my art that, like, 
uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it other than I feel like with a lot of binging situations, it becomes almost family. Yeah, it, everything in it just it's it's a home. Yes, yeah. it's That's a home it away from me. home, and it's weird. Like for me, Gilmore Girls, that was my home away from home. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter, my home away from home. You find you find comfort in these yeah. things, and you can come back to it time and time again, and it'll be just as good. It's it's very much so like a safety to get yeah. to something that's so. I would say that's probably like my unique experience yeah. with the binge books that I read. It's, I, it's it's like that. I feel like it's like very family. Yeah. I don't know. We everybody has a different experience. I don't know if you're binging a series, you're so in. Yeah, because the characters become involved in the world. Yeah, and the characters become like like friends or friends even family. like family to you. And then the problem is they some of them die. Have you? Okay, so this might be like random tidbit here um it might be a little bit depressing and sad did you know your brain cannot differentiate feelings of like when you're reading a book from like real life so when you are connected and in love with a character in a book your brain like it's real love so when you really love a character that much it's it's real your brain doesn't know the difference this makes me sad doesn't it Makes Doesn't me sad make for sad? some characters that I just went through. Yeah, and that you love, and your brain is hurting for them. Yeah, it's okay. all right. <laughs> Sorry for that. So, <laughs> what we need from you guys: continue recommending books. Leave us your favorite binges. Leave mm-hmm. us your favorite recommendations for series. Leave us your underrated series. Because yeah. if you have another book that's like grave that I haven't heard about, I want to know about it. I want to know about it yesterday, two days ago, a week ago. <laughs> Yeah. When was I told about this and why wasn't I told about this? I want to know as soon as possible for all of those. Um, do you have anything else that you want to prompt before we close out? Uh, no, I'm just, yeah, if you guys have any recommendations or any additional thoughts on any of the series that we've talked about, uh, you can always comment down below or just DM us on Instagram. Yeah, DMs are always open. open. We always have DMs open for everybody. Um, I think that's everything. Don't forget to leave book recs. Don't forget to comment what your thoughts are on the series. Um, But thank you for listening to Biblio Madness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. We also have that. You can leave comments below. Follow us on Instagram. We have a Goodreads account. We have a TikTok account that's getting more uploaded on posts. We are working on making some more reviews. We have some upcoming exciting new things like Wednesday Madness where we're going to try to get more involved with our community and then um i think that's everything we've got so until next time keep things bookish i think what the line is but i don't know keep things <laughs> mad let's keep going keep up with this yeah we wrote a script and i feel so scripted sometimes i go off of it completely onto a different we're organic here point. like we've said before yeah we yeah there's it, it's I call it a bullet point they're, script. They're, they're more of guidelines, <laughs> you say. It's, it's more of a guideline. <laughs> but again, thanks everybody for listening. We're excited. We'll see you next week. We're going to dive into the second book that we keep craving yes, and talking we, about. We cannot wait to talk about Crush with you guys. Yeah. At least I can. I'm excited. I'm so excited to talk about Crush. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all. Um, that's all. We are going to say goodbye and until next time. Farewell. Have a great day and happy birthday. It's your birthday.